Welcome to Pushing the Limits with your host, Lisa Tarmody, where it's all about health optimization, anti-aging, longevity, and being the very best you can be. Brought to you by lisatarmody.com. Hey everyone, Lisa Tamati here and welcome to Pushing the Limits and this week I have a fabulous guest for you. I have Dr. Zulia Frost of Recharge Health. Now Dr. Zulia is a medical doctor but she is also trained in Eastern medicine and acupuncture and various other modalities uh, and she's someone who had uh, an incredible accident, a really bad accident uh, quite a while ago now and was left in, in very bad pain and Western medicine sort of wasn't sort of cutting it for her. So she started to look outside the box and she came across something called red light therapy. And today we are discussing all about photobiomodulation and red light therapy and the benefits of it. Uh, I've done um, another couple of episodes on photobiomodulation, one with uh, Dr. Lou Lim of V-Light as well, and that was very interesting. And this is just continuing on the series around red light therapy. I use red light therapy every single day pretty much in my life, um, and I absolutely love it. And Dr. Zulia Frost has developed this incredible device called the Flex Beam, um, and and we're going to have the links down in the show notes. If you're on YouTube, check down in the in the show notes. Or if you're on the podcast, make sure you check that out as well. And we've got a really good discount worked out for you. Uh, in the first seven days uh, after release of this episode, you're going to get $50 off the lowest already reduced price. So um, make sure you check that out. And if you're after the seven days and you're listening to this, then you're also going to get a, a smaller discount, but still a discount nevertheless. And it's way less than the normal retail. So make sure you do check out those links to uh, FlexBeam and Recharge Health and how it works. Uh, so red light therapy, um, this device is very different than the others because it molds to the body and you can actually wrap it around joints and different parts of the body and it's uh, directly on the skin. Uh, it's absolutely fabulous. I love it. I use it all the time. Um, I've used it uh, with my mum recently who had a gastrointestinal bleed, so in the stomach, um, to help heal her. And, um, you know, that's how much uh, weight I put in it um, and how much I really love this device. So make sure you check that out. As always, if you like this content, please share it with your family, with your friends, with your networks. We really appreciate that. Give us a, a like and a comment on YouTube. That helps the algorithm find us. We really do appreciate that. And as always, if I can help you with your health, if you want to optimize your health, if you want to look into prevention, anti-aging, longevity science, any of that sort of thing, or, or come and visit me at my hyperbaric oxygen therapy clinic here in Taranaki in New Zealand, if you happen to be local that would be fabulous um please head over to lisatarmity.com and you can always reach out to me or my team there um thank you very much for listening i really do appreciate uh all the comments all the reviews are uh, very much appreciated and we will keep putting out this great content for you and finding fabulous people like dr zulia frost uh big shout out to all my patron members as well thank you very much for um supporting the show and helping it keep on air we do appreciate you all so over to the show now with dr zulia frost well, hi, everyone, and welcome back in today. I am super excited. I've been waiting for this interview for quite a long time. I have Dr. Zulia Frost with me to guest. Uh, and, and Dr. Zulia, you are sitting in Barcelona, beautiful Barcelona. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really super excited to give the interview and talk about really important things, really important matters. Absolutely important. And 
Dr. Zulia, you have a personal journey and we, we, today we're going to be talking about, uh, photobiomodulation and red light therapy and infrared light therapy and all of these light modalities that are very, very powerful for healing. Um, but before we get into the science, uh, can we talk a little bit about your backstory? Because that was also uh, always very enlightening people's backstories. Well, um, uh, thank you so much for bringing it up. And uh, I, I tell you, when I listened to your story, I was thinking myself, you, you know, you only get to life to to make these crazy steps out of into unknown if you really push and you face something extraordinary. Uh, in my case, that was uh, being absolutely healthy on the top of my fitness, 30 years old, and suddenly... Next day, I find myself to be paralyzed and, you know, looking at people who, um, you know, living, walking in into out the hospital on two legs. And you just think, could I ever be there? Could I ever be that person? Or am I going to be on a wheelchair to the, to the rest of your life? I mean, that was really severe shock and uh, <clears throat> tremendous pain, uh, extraordinary pain and both thing, both situations uh, I had to live through. Um, and what I learned from it, first of all, through experiencing that extreme pain, because I could not sleep for two and a half weeks oh. at all because oh. of pain. Not because I, I wanted to sleep. I was desperate to sleep, but because it was so much pain, I just could not even doze off for five minutes. Oh. And I've been these narcotics, they drug me everything and just would not touch my pain at all. Wow. So, do you know, after you live through this, you just um, say, you know, a- anything I could do to help other people because I understand what they're get- getting through. And so um, then, of course, their emotional trauma, understanding that you might never walk. And the mm-hmm. person was in my ward who was in front of me, a young girl was in a car crash and she died uh, in oh. front of my eyes. You know, it was tremendous. It's a horrible experience. Yeah. But again, it teaches you something. It gives you strength. It gives you strength and survival mode switch on, switches on. And then you want just to prove everybody that you could do it. <laughs> and my, But you'd probably be laughing, but my biggest desire was to dance i wanted to dance. <laughs> yeah no, I, no. To myself, totally. I wanted to dance and uh, a friend of mine bought a beautiful shoes and i remember looking at them thinking i'm gonna dance in those shoes and i did you wow. know it's um <laughs> um you know some time passed um but also throughout this recovery what you learn that you need to ex- ex- expand because in my case i could not be um, help with medication. Uh, it has to be like exercise, very strict routine exercise every day. Uh, and then I was, uh, intuitively running in the, greeting the sun, uh, every morning, see sun rising. And I didn't realize then it was so, uh, healing, but I just felt intuitively. So already then I was drawn to this modality. I knew the sun has benefits and help. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, further in life, uh, after that accident, I was very uh, left de- with debilitated injury. I mean, yeah, I probably would have sciatica three, four times a week. 
yeah. and years and years of this. And what really uh, healed me, what really is tremendously helped me to use in modalities like like uh, light, like electricity, like sound modality, all this natural biophysical modality, because uh, drugs would just not touch even scratch the surface. So I found myself suddenly in the field completely new because you know after in medicine general medicine pediatrics but you're yeah you're a medical medical doctor yeah yes yes and i was thinking like a medical doctor and i I mean um like what normally people would know but uh what you start seeing uh, when you start seeing case after case how this modality work how suddenly you make a difference for people who like me came on a like last hope um, would this help would and so and suddenly you see the results of your work and then you say well i've got to tell the world exactly <laughs> exactly and that was uh, my second part of my journey i was uh, uh, you know first i was accumulating knowledge learning i studied also chinese medicine acupuncture to understand the concept of the meridian system. I studied the uh, electricity. I wanted to understand bioimpedance. I wanted to study the photobiomodulation, understand the photonic energy, everything, everything. And then, uh, and then second part, I needed to tell the people. And uh, I've set up the training courses in these modalities. And I start seeing... Uh, not only me, but those people who are trained started getting phenomenal results. So uh, I, I've, I thought we have to get the gin out of the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> everyone should have knowledge of this. Um, so eventually um, I came to realization that as a practitioner, I could do so much at the session, but it has to be continued at home. It has to be taken something and continued at home. So that's where first time I was thinking it needs to be a, like a personal device. People take, they carry on, they come back to you, and then you do whatever you could do in that hour. But then yeah. they will have something to carry on. And that brought me to uh, Recharge Health. Uh, this is a company founded, and uh, this um First, our product, it's a flex beam. Yeah, it, I've got the flex beam too, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so modulation. Yep. Yeah, yes. It's a light therapy device based on LEDs. So we're going to talk a little bit now about the science of photobiomodulation and red light therapy and infrared and the differences for the different spectrums and so on, because that, that backstory, you know, every, every doctor that I talk to who has some revolutionary idea has usually gone through a trauma of their own or, or with one of their loved ones. And of course, my story is exactly that as well, being thrown into a world of having to research to find answers for my mum. Um, and then coming out of the research years later, well, you're constantly still learning, but realizing yeah. that this, what you have now, that knowledge that you have, you have to get it out. And so you get very passionate about it. Um, and I'm very famous for telling people lots of stuff they never wanted to know. Because <laughs> I just like, I've got, I've got something for you. You've got this pain. Um, and I want to help with with something um and red light therapy came on my radar very early on in mum's rehabilitation and i had the privilege of interviewing dr lou lim from v light um and he had um transcranial 
photobiomodulation. So this sent me down learning a little bit about photobiomodulation and we use the devices, the intranasal devices for my mum's healing because it can help uh, heal the neurons in in the brain. Um, And so this was my little intro into red light therapy, but now it's sort of like developed further and further as as I've gone on. And I was very excited to get the flex beam because that, you know, like so I have big full length red light panels. I have, um, uh, the little boxes. I have red light for the feet. I have all sorts of <laughs> devices. Yeah. But this with the flex beam, the, and for those that are watching on the, on YouTube, this, as you can see, bends and that goes around the joints, which is just absolutely gold. So the actual design of this, this, uh, flex beam is absolutely wonderful. But can you just share a little bit about the science of red light therapy and, and photobiomodulation? I should say, like, how long has this been studied? How many clinical papers are there in this is it is it just woo woo science like a lot of people t- say to me that's just woo woo rubbish <laughs> you know yeah i i i really have to tell you i i came also uh as a skeptic first to this therapy uh and i was thinking um you know especially having training in mainstream medicine uh they tell you oh no you shouldn't hit your inflammation and i'm thinking is it really that safe is it really that uh that good and uh, when i joined the company i actually designed uh, clinical studies to prove to myself it works <laughs> and like and like uh, what happened to skeptics when they actually realize that it actually does work and it's absolutely safe and it's actually works on inflammation really wonderful you know i became such absolutely uh yeah, yeah. Flip. Degrees. <laughs> i i start believing it so much because I, I see it every every single day and people relate to me through emails through social media they tell me how they use flexbib and what sort of results but of course and i read lots of papers and and um yes the first of all let's establish uh, of almost 50 years since the first discovery. And uh, they started, of course, the industry started from lasers. And these lasers were, again, people were worried. Uh, this is yes, <laughs> freaking lasers, lasers like dangerous and everything. Um, but uh, if you understand the science, you can design a, a device which works really well. You just need to understand what you do. I have in my clinic, I also have laser uh, I have actually few devices from Dr. Weber. I have um, a laser intravenous, so you can actually shine wow. in blood. So it's, it gives you systemic effect, like you yeah. did in nasal yep. simulate effect. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and then I've got also laser acupuncture, which uses um, uh, laser diodes uh, and it delivered through fiber optic uh, um, uh, cable. And then you put it right to the skin you don't even penetrate the skin you just shine your beam of light into acupuncture point you activate the body so really really wonderful method um so like you i've I've got lots lots of um, gorgeous toys and (laughs) yes laser has been dominating the market until i would say uh sort of 90s end of 90s year 2000 that's when nasa first time used leds and they uh, used to uh, stimulate the growth of plants, but then suddenly they saw 
uh, actually works on humans. And so they, they uh, started mimicking their lasers and they start getting good results. Wow. But this industry didn't pick up until uh, actually probably last five, 10 years because yeah. um, the quality wasn't there. But now the modern laser, the LEDs, modern LEDs are so good. So they produce such a pure, pure light. And so, uh, although they still considered non-coherent, but they much more efficient, super efficient. So they could be compared to lasers by effects on the, on the human wow. body. Wow. And research also, um, exponentially grows. Uh, and, uh, I see this exponential growth because when I started, uh, talking about science of uh, red light therapy three years ago, uh, I used to go on the, uh, Google Scholar, and I would p- find like um, whatever five hundred thousand papers. But recently, I looked it up. It's over three three million results. Wow! You know? wow. When, when particularly you type uh, red light therapy benefits, then you know all the articles are about benefits. So there is a huge, huge growth in the industry, exponential growth. So what papers are talking, what scientists are finding, uh, very interesting. There are few effects. I kind of, in my head, I divided them into three categories. Number one, it impacts energy of human bodies. So I'm not talking here about this subtle energy. I'm talking about physical, tangible energy, which every cell uses every split of their second. Yeah. And this we're talking about mitochondria. Mm-hmm. Mitochondria, it's the tiny organelles which live inside the cell. Mm-hmm. They are uh, symbi- symbiotic uh, organisms which are um, uh, basically using our resources and creating energy in return. So we, yes. we're very happy with this uh, relationship. With. <laughs> and so uh, they, uh, that's how uh, mitochondria makes energy. Uh, what scientists found with uh, light therapy that in mitochondria, you have uh, a little pigment, uh, and this enzyme absorbs photons of light, mm-hmm. and that stimulates mitochondria to work faster to wow. make more energy. Actually, um, stimulate actually a number of mitochondria too. So, in a sense, you can help your cells by increasing the number or, or, or making number of ATP or. ATP, it's adenosine. It's energy. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's a molecules of energy. And then, of course, you have electron flow, uh, proton flow, so which is a charge of this uh, mitochondrial membrane. Again, it's your potential, healing potential. So people who have, uh, f- you know, flat batteries, I, I, I say in yeah. this, I mean, yeah. they have low potential, low cellular potential, uh, voltage potential, and my mitochondria so these the people membranes. so the mem- cuz membranes exactly, are- there is a charge uh, a difference in charge and wow. this this is how you could define what is healthy what is not who is healthy who is not so if you have good potential and typically athletes people who are active during their uh, life they have good potential because yep. they they chemistry is kicked in and their mitochondria is working well but people who don't move enough, people who intoxicate themselves, uh, because mitochondria is sensitive to toxins. Yep. And, uh, you know, recently we had COVID virus, yep. which also affects 
mitochondria. Absolutely. So uh, that that's, tells you already how much benefit we all can have. Just even, even if you're healthy, you just want to optimize your energy production. Because we're talking about every uh, cell in the body. 40 trillion of cells. We, we have yep. different cells. You can help your brain. You can help your digestion. Um, for example, gut sensitive to microbiome, sensitive to light. Wow. Uh, you can help liver. You can help skeletal muscles and so on. So this is energy concept. Just interrupting the show to let you know about our patron community here and the podcast at Pushing the Limits. We've been going for eight years and we really need your support to keep the show on air and free to everybody so that everyone gets this fantastic information uh, from all these great doctors, scientists, athletes, business people from all around the world. So we would love you to come and join us. You get a lot of exclusive member benefits when you do, but really it's about supporting the show and keeping it on air. And for a coffee or two a month, that it would be fantastic if you can come and join us. You can go to patron.lisatamati.com. That's patron.lisatamati.com and check it all out. Can I ask you just a brief question there? Because um, I've been dealing with mum having a GI bleed she, uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, a diverticulitis and lost a lot of blood. And I've been putting the flex beam on her tummy to try to heal the damage that was done in there and that is going on, that would that would work, you think? You know, that yeah. would get the energy through to the so that the the gut lining can start to heal itself. Yes, you yes. Did you use program three, right? Yes, yes, yes. I did. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah good. Um, we talk a little bit more about program in a minute, but I think it's important to understand that the second use of red light therapy, yep. it's a use specifically to uh, repair, restore, or we, we, we simply call this is your recovery device. Mm -hmm. So any injuries, any situation when you are recovering, like if you didn't sleep uh, or you have poor sleep, you need to recover. You have poor gut, like your mom's situation, you, yeah. she needs recovery. So what it's doing, it's not as if it's a magic stick. It just creates the environment for the body for better healing. So it gives energy. Uh, we discussed this, but it also stimulates the uh, flow of blood like uh, on a microscopic level. Wow. So exchange between blood vessels uh, uh, is happening. And also it dilates blood vessels because it releases nitric oxide. Wow. And when you have better blood flow, that's what happens. Healing happens. I always say, if you don't uh, any problem with the body, you have to see if there is excess of blood, you will heal. If not, yep. it will be difficult. Yep. So that's why I love uh, hyperbaric oxygen therapy because you know this is helping get oxygen because that's the other part of the equation. Exactly. In exactly. Through to like this yeah, damaged tissue and hypoxic tissue. And it has a very, I see these quite related, the red light therapy and the oxidative medicine family, very, very closely related, really. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Uh, often people ask me, would you like combination of both? Yes, I would. Mm. Because ultimately, the more oxygen uh, you give to the body, the more, uh, so the better energy process is going to run. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about, of course, 
uh, in the damaged area. So mm. you give uh, it creates it binds with oxygen, uh, and then you create uh, ATP molecules. But at the same time, calcium binds with oxygen. Yes, cytochrome C oxidase, that big mm. I was talking about, binds with oxygen. It it knocks off nitric oxide. And nitric oxide is a vasodilator. So you mm-hmm. have already two positive situations for healing. And then on the top of it, you improve the lymphatic flow. So the lymph uh, taking all the debris of broken cells, all the rubbish, and it takes the waste out of the equation. And then another scientist uh, described effect of red light therapy. It's uh, on collagen. So collagen is the foundation of your connective tissue, but it also part of the uh, um, scar the formation. A scar, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you you can't heal. You need to put the t- integrate the tissue. So the, those fibroblasts will increase with uh, shining red light therapy. So once once you created a good uh, foundation scaffolding and scar formed, then you start remodeling cell. And so you start remodeling for much higher quality collagen faster. And then you start producing all this repopulating with the tissue that is broken. Wow. So is that it's, why your skin is so beautiful? Probably. And so altogether, what you do, you create a better environment for healing with uh, red lights. And the last but the not least effect, it's uh, effect on uh, produ- produ- production of melatonin. So red light uh, therapy is known in scientific uh, circles that it stimulates production of melatonin. Really? You, That's new one to me. Wow. It's new. It's new. It's a very latest knowledge, yes. And I, I tell you, that there is uh, so many, literally last few years, so many exciting papers. What they talk about that um, melatonin is released and it's a very powerful antioxidant. Mm. Just hormone for you to go and sleep. It's a, uh, it's a hormone, but also antioxidant. So if you think that mitochondria machine makes uh, the energy, so like any engine, when it makes energy, it ho- heats up. So it produces exhaust that reaction, mm, uh, mm. reactive oxygen species, which yep. effectively we're all fighting because we want yep. to stay young and healthy. And the reason why we age or we get ill because the cells stuff with this uh, uh, reaction oxygen species. So melatonin, it is known now to be one of the most powerful antioxidants, which clears that away. So reduces damage. And it released subcellular. It's basically released at night in the daytime as well. And this is very, very latest knowledge about this. Well, and because uh, I've used melatonin for cancer patients, you know, like it's a very powerful uh, anti-cancer molecule as well. And and, and with with the elderly as well, like when you're older and your your <clears throat> your glands are no longer producing as much melatonin and things as it used to. Uh, can be very beneficial for sleep and, and things like that. And it does have other effects. You don't want to maybe put melatonin in when you're going through puberty and uh, it can influence yes. your um, hormones um, as well. But this is endogenous, uh, an yes, endogenous exactly. production of, of melatonin you're talking about. Wow, that's that's new one on me. I didn't realize that. That's gold. 
It's it's great. It's also engaged in repair of damaged DNA. So you know wow. when we have damaged mitochondria DNA, we're basically losing our energy production. Um, so I I wanted to prove to myself it worked. Like I told you, I came as a skeptic. So um, uh, I designed this study where we took actually a sample of melatonin from saliva uh, because it's my in my view most accurate because any hormones anything has fluctuation. So uh, and we look uh, in one guy. He's a young guy, but uh, he just had trouble with sleeping. Um, and I gave him FlexBeam and the protocol to use for one month. And he was very diligent. He did uh, exactly uh, five, four weeks, uh, Monday to Friday, weekend off, Monday to Friday, weekend off. And then fifth week was off. And then we retested his melatonin production. And there was a huge difference. Wow. And that's really, but you know what was fascinating for me? It's, it's not that just he bluntly increased the melatonin. Yes, he actually self-regulated, self-regulated, not because he had inverted. He was doing too much melatonin during the daytime. Yep. In the morning, he couldn't wake up. Yep. But at night, not enough, he couldn't fall asleep. Wow. And so in exactly one month or five weeks, to be precise, he was able to sleep at night and w- waking up refreshed in the morning. And we saw on the uh, morning melatonin drop, but at night increased. So self-regulation, uh, and that's what energy does for you. Self-regulation, not just uh, uh, increase. That's so I was very pleased to, to learn about that. I was unaware of that. And look, with the flex beam, in your, when you're applying it, say, to your um, stomach or your shoulder, if you've got an injury or your hip or your knee, does it also have a systemic effect or only a localized effect? No, it does uh, have systemic effect. I agree. Um, because, you know, of course, it's great when you have a specific injury like shoulder, you put it around the shoulder, yes, you weave in three directionally. But if you want to achieve systemic effect, my recommendation is to put it over the stomach. Ah. Uh, I mean, there are, uh, first of all, there is a very, very important acupuncture meridian runs right in the middle of your body. Mm-hmm. So if you stimulate it here, for example, there over the stomach, like a cross, mm-hmm. that will give you systemic effect. And, wow. and besides that, you know, stomach is your engine, so to speak, in the body, because that's where you make your um, system and <clears throat> immune system yeah. cells and you absorb nutrients. That's, uh, and then from those, these nutrients, you create your own biochemistry. So you need support. You just give energy there and then the whole body going to benefit. Wow. And the second cool. place. To do um, uh, that effect, it's the spine. So just over the, right over the spine, uh, all the way down. So about three, two, three positions. And you, you're you going to cover all of the spine. And it also produces stimulant effect. Because uh, spinal cord gives rise to, all the you nerves know, everything. And, yeah. yes, nerves, uh, blood vessels, muscles, etc. So the, this... You- if you- can you overdo red light therapy? Like, is there a time limit per day or, you know, like a per session that you would say you, you don't want to do too much or or not really if you're shifting um, it around? 
uh, generally speaking, no. Uh, it's it's very safe. It's absolutely fine. In the end of the day, if you overdo, what's going to happen? You're just not going to have effect from your treatment. You know, it's not a big deal, right? Then you just stop for a few days and then it all restarts again. Because the light has this uh, weird um, kind of law. If you do too much, you might negate the effect. Um, and you touch very interesting topic. When should you do it? I personally recommend you because it's it's a red light. It's actually visibly red and infrared. You don't see a combination of these two lights in flex beam. So it's better when they are at maximum in the environment. And in the environment, this is happening either in the evening or in the morning. Uh-huh. So best to do it then. Um Interesting to say, my my guy at this in this study, he started by using it uh, before he goes to bed in the evening, and then after a few sessions, he suddenly felt like he got energized. So we shift them to the morning, and then he was okay with us. So you have to pay attention to yourself. Yeah, and that makes what- sense. Yeah. And that, like, cause we're mimicking in a way, like the, the early morning. And this is why, you know, looking at sunrises and sunsets is very important to help the body, the suprachiasmatic nucleus to regulate what time of the day it is and to tell it, the organs what to do. Yeah. Uh, and, and why at, at nighttime being on computers and television screens with the blue light is so detrimental for us at that time of the day. When we want the blue light in the morning, we want the UVB light, um, you know, in the, for a certain part of the day. But it, it's with everything in biology, it seems to be the Goldilocks zone, you know, and getting it at the right time for the right thing and the circadian and paying attention to the circadian rhythms is, is I think one of the most neglected things that we can do to help ourselves, you know, like just putting on a pair of blue light blocking glasses and dimming the lights in the house at nighttime and maybe doing the red light therapy in the evening and maybe then in the morning yeah. you know that makes a whole lot of sense to me um, yes you uh, totally right and you know we even designed the each program we designed to mimic this sunrise sunset you know because it goes very slowly it's building up the power then it goes to peak and then again slows down before the cycle completes so um and Yes, watching sunset, sunrise is super important for us because it's, again, preparing, like you said, creating biochemistry in your brain to calm down, to wind down in the evening and wake up in the morning and prepare you for the day, broad lights. Uh, Everything is uh, super uh, dependent. And, uh, you know, each hormone is released at their own time in your biological clock. And this is, I think, where what we're facing right now, it's a desynchronization. In my head, I call it desynchronization. I have lots of young patients who are so desynchronized. Mm, absolutely. And, and they get sick. They, they have uh, hormones all over the place. And what they do, they go to, uh, to receive the hormone replacement therapy, which is the wrong thing to do. Because they're young, they can't generate their own hormones. Yep. They just need to be shifted with the with the body clock. And yep. so people just need to be aware. Like, I mean, thank you so much for doing this podcast because that's how people actually learn to think, ah, that's making sense to me now. 
Yeah, yeah, and and like this, if you think from an evolutionary point of view, like we were got up with the sun and went to bed not long after the sun, you know, within two or three hours of the sun going down, and we had uh, firelight, and that was about it. Yes. We didn't have the blue and fluorescent lights, and and if you just look at at shift workers, who you know, obviously yes. we need in our society, doctors and nurses and people that in factories and things that are working overnight, but unfortunately, it is a complete disaster for their health, and there's things that they can do to to mitigate it, but it really. People that are working shifts, we know, have a much higher propensity to diabetes and metabolic syndromes and weight gain and, and all of those sorts of things and disrupted sleep cycles and, of course, all the knock-on effects of that. Um, and so when, when we, if we try to go back, I always try to go back to our caveman roots, if you like, caveman and woman roots of how we ate, of how we we functioned in the world. Um, and, and to try to emulate that while not giving up our houses and our, you know, beautiful yes. things, yes. but it does come at a cost. The, the, mm. the, the technologies and the things that we have, the comfort, you know, the comfortable <clears throat> seats and stuff, you know, like I, I make sure that every day I'm sitting on the floor in different positions and stuff, just like my four bears would have done around the campfire instead of sitting just on the lounge, you know, on the chair. Um, and it's just little wee things like that, integrating those into your day so that you remain functional, I think, you know, just so, so important. Mm. Well, you, you just mentioned about campfire and I tell you, candles and campfire, they exactly, they emit near infrared lights. Wow. Yeah. So we actually, with this, we're mimicking that light, exactly that light. And, uh, also, um, there is an industry, uh, progression or I would say regression happened in the last uh, 100 years. We moved out of candles, of course, incandescent lights, and now everything is LED, which mm. absolutely zero uh, near-infrared spectrum, like zero at all. Wow. So if you are living in a city, imagine in the flood, and you're exposed to that light and you don't see natural daylight, forget about sunset, sunrise, they don't see it full stop. People get so, so ill because, again, you, you can't clear this uh, accumulation of reaction oxygen species in every cell. It's wow. building up the toxic waste and people understand. Um, and also people who don't go out into nature yeah. uh, because guess what? Uh, particularly green leaves. So if you are in the tree zone where lots of trees, the green leaves bounce back near infrared light this really? is yes <laughs> that's why people go for a walk in the woods and they feel so much better wow they, it's not just breathing oxygen it's you absolutely swimming in this near infrared light forest and bathing yeah forest, forest bathing basically <laughs> forest bathing yeah it's yeah. Really but you uh, i mean you don't know until somebody just points out to you yeah yeah and this is like um you know like I make sure that every day, every one of my family gets at least half an hour in the sunshine 
with summer skin exposed, you know, because we actually need the UVB lights as well. Like um, we we tend to be, oh, we've got to stay away from the sun. It's going to age our skin. Yes, if we stay out there too long, the UVB is not, you know, the UV lights are, are, are damaging to the skin. But by the same token, we need our vitamin D. But it also yep. helps produce your testosterone and your estrogens and your your hormones. So getting a certain amount, and so you know, getting outside, going for a run or a walk or a cycle or something, and being in short sleeve top and yeah, maybe shorts, you know, if that's appropriate, um, will give you that opportunity to get that amount of of light on the skin. So not sunbathing for hours because that will burn your skin and do some damage. But light is just so much more powerful than what we what we thought it's just absolutely and and here in northern hemisphere we don't get of course starting from autumn or winter we don't get appropriate uvb because you need to receive it also so it's coming to you like vertical and we see the sun somewhere especially in england oh my god you don't and everyone's depressed aren't they <laughs> yes, and you would be depressed because you can't make your natural chemical good feeling, good hormones. Exactly. And uh, yes, and I agree with you. <clears throat> People like plastering over the sunscreen uh, half an hour. It's safe to be in the environment with sunlight. Yeah, absolutely. And and so let's talk a little bit about the different wavelengths of light because we sort of, you know, we've mentioned UV UV light, which is sort of more on the blue spectrum, and you, you've got the near infrared and infrared and the far ranging. Well, you you explain that science better. Um, why does different light um, frequencies make a difference? Why is it all not just one? You know, light is light. Yes, yes, because uh, sunlight actually, remember at school there was an experiment, they put sunlight through the prism and yes. it just breaks down and it's got yep. beautiful yellow, green, blue, uh, whatever lights, yes. So this is visible light because the uh, white lights, the sun, is the collection of everything. But our body evolutionarily learn how to, to maximum harvest this energy. And we have the, these pigments, uh, or uh, they call it chromophores, all over the body. And uh, um, we have uh, chromophores, as you know, like obscenes in, in the eyes. Yes, uh, we have also chlorophores, um, um, uh, melopsins. Melopsin, you know, yeah. Yeah, scattered around the body and they, they absorb lights. Uh, they absorb those photons of light. They capture. Uh, I, I always think maybe we're like plants. We probably mm, do. We are. We photosynthesis of yeah. a different version. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, so the the idea is that we do use this energy. And, uh, for example, blood, uh, red hemoglobin also is a pigment. It also absorbs light. Yes, in in blue and green spectrum. Yes, so um, that redness of blood uh, accumulates it. And, and of course, we use it with flex beam, we use red, red color lights and infrared. And uh, that is directly absorbed into the mitochondria of each cell, regardless, you know, whatever cell has mitochondria, it's going to absorb it. Wow. Yes. And then the mitochondria make the energy and then we, you know, we function better. Cause as we get older, like at the root of most disease is the, is mitochondrial dysfunction. It seems to be the more I study, I mean, the more I realize that mitochondria yes. are the key factor here in, in our health and our longevity. And when our mitochondria are dysfunctional from 
disease or viruses or toxins or bad food or uh, then we're not going to be reaching our potential you know and we want to live long healthy lives so we've got to look after our little mitochondria which are like you know <clears throat> like as you it's, said these old little bacteria that that <laughs> live with us and are actually separate to our human dna with their own dna and everything um and we need to look after those little guys yeah. Yes, yes, I uh, can't agree more. Just interrupting the show to let you know about my longevity and anti-aging supplement range. I'd love you to go and check it out. Go to my website, lisatarmity.com and hit the shop button and you'll see a curated range of supplements, the latest in anti-aging, longevity, health optimization, performance optimization. I've gone out into the world, interviewed the most amazing doctors and scientists, as you'll know if you follow the show, and gone and got some of the best products that are out there. There. Stuff that I give to my family, that's what's in my range. So go and check it out at lisatamati.com. And you know, because as a result of our industrial activity, we create more and more pollutants. So we actually load in body with the toxic stuff. And, and I'm not talking about just pesticides and herbicides. I'm just talking about more of the electromagnetic pollutions, which invisible or radiation is invisible, but it damages DNA, it damages the mitochondria. And that's in fact, the biggest damage is coming from that. Wow. And, um, but we, we kind of not aware and uh, we need to repair them and, Yes, I just think of this. This should be in every home. People should yep. just put it there on the stomach and watch TV and say, okay, exactly I'm what we do. <laughs> exactly what we do. And, and I'm just ordering some for my clinic because I want people to have this in the clinic and be able to use this and take these home and, and do some of the protocols. And um, so, you know, I think it's, it's really, really exciting. And, and in this one, you have. Can you explain what the near infrared versus the red light therapy, the different wavelengths and the different depths that it goes to and the treatment, you know, depths? Yes, yes, it's important to understand. So uh, <clears throat> red lights normally is visible. We see it's like bright red, uh, absorbs at the level of the skin. So if you want to target something on the skin, like uh, wounds, grazes, uh, uh, even, you know, eczemas, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite helpful actually. I, I also did the uh, test it a few times, and uh, or even you just want to nicely look in hands, you know, because it's uh, collagen uh, potential. So you need to be absorbed at the skin level. So this is program one. Mm-hmm. Program one is primarily red light, and program three, the opposite, it's pure, pure near infrared light. And that is really opposite. It goes way deep, 10 centimeters into your body. So uh, with this, you target big, big chunk of, um, uh, chunk of, um, uh, muscles or big, like hip joint, knee joint, uh, where you need to penetration depth. And then there is a program too. It's a mixture of red and near infrared light. And this mixture also, it's very interesting because it sweeps through the frequency. So it's like pulses. Uh-huh. Yes. So it's a special one. It's because that will be different physiological impact. Uh, penetration depth will be less, but uh, because it's uh, like half and half, but, uh, and also because it's like half time is shining. Yes. So, uh, I like to combine uh, program three and program two for anywhere in the body, mm-hmm. but for the skin, 
I would just keep one. Mm-hmm. But the rest is mostly going to be three, but two, it's also good because it's a different, it will be more stimulating effect for ah, the body. I, I didn't realize that difference, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, there are some people who are sensitive, right? There are, could be, people react differently. Uh, for them, maybe they should start with program two because, as I said, it's like uh, through frequency, it's less intense uh, light compared to program three. Is there a, you know, a rhythm to this, you know, like with hyperbaric oxygen therapy, often we all take people depending on their 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 uh, diseases that they're dealing with, but we might make a protocol that's maybe 30 to 40 sessions and then we'll have a break for, an hour, uh, for a month. Um, and the reason we do this is to allow the body to sort of catch up and make the adaptations and then we'll do another series mm-hmm. of um, hyperbarics, you know, depending on the severity of the case, obviously. Um, but is there a is there a recipe book, so to speak, <laughs> that we can go for this, do this many treatments for you know, and then have a rest or or anything like that? Uh, I would say use it uh, until you start feeling that you're not getting the same results, and then you know that you're a little bit overdone. In general speaking. Uh, our recommendation to use uh, about three placement, four placements once a day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but always you have to ask your questions. What is your goal? Right. If you want to, for example, optimize your physical performance, you could use it one hour before you go to, to the gym and you put on the muscle. You're going to be working. Uh, this is one goal, but maybe afterwards you feel really fatigued. You overdone it and you're, um, you know, muscle stuffed with lactic acids. Then you need to use one hour after the exercise. And then there is a goal to reduce that fatigue. But with injuries, generally speaking, if it's fresh injury, you could do it twice a day, 20, 30 minutes each time until it heals. Wow. Or if it's a chronic injury, then my recommendation, maybe at the first couple of weeks every day, but then do it every other day. Because, you know, chronic, it means the injury already affected all of you. Yeah. So, and you notice, okay, it manifests itself in the ankle, for example. And in a couple of weeks, it's suddenly your shoulder and then suddenly your low back because the whole body mechanic changes. So uh, you have to be watching and intuitively using, watching where the body wants you to place. Mm -hmm. And it will signal you and say, hello. My wrist is hurting, yes. So put it on the <laughs> So you you do it, but maybe regime is every other day, space out. Uh, the chronic. Uh, chronic. Yeah. Uh, it's good to introduce breaks as well. Like yep. you've done months, have it a couple of weeks off or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like everything in biology once again. It's sort of yeah. it, it's, it's same with my supplement regime. Most of the supplements, not all, but most of them I'm cycling, you know, different times yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, and doing different different regimes and different protocols because we don't want to be pushing on one pathway all of the time, you know, and and, exactly. and overdoing it. And it, it, it's, it's an art and it's a science and it's, uh, it's being a in, in bit, little bit intuitive and then getting testing and you know it's not easy <laughs> but doing this beautiful and if you think about it that's once again going back to the our, our cave cave forebears if you like um 
everything was seasonal and things did change and there would be times of rest and then times of lots to do and then you know there were hot times of the year and cold times of the year and there were you know so we evolved that way so always going back to thinking about cycling your training Mm -hmm. cycling your supplements cycling your food cycling you know times when you're in a growth phase times when you're going to fasting you know all of these Mm -hmm. things i like to you know just play with this beautiful cycling effect and i think red light probably fits alongside that quite nicely yes seasons you know we have seasons which associated with lights change yep. uh, winds is more deficient on light sun, sun, suns are more so you can just supplement yourself yep. just yeah sunlight so if we if we if we just cover off so the the red light therapies and the photobiomodulation near infrared infrared red we're going to be hitting pain so we're going to be helping with pain we're going to be helping with immune modulation immune system modulation we're going to be helping with uh, inflammation and tissue regeneration um vasodilation you mentioned nitric oxide which is a hugely important thing and something that it also goes uh we're going to be helping with collagen formation and bone formation and cartilage formation um is there anything i've missed <laughs> and why why would everyone not want to get one of these now <laughs> yes uh, the, the, you see this is like expression of nature we're just really giving you a chance to use it at home and uh, all this of course I won't say it cures diseases. No, because it's literally create the most best environment for the body to be and help. Uh, with pain, of course, if you improve oxygen supply, right? If improve, improve then mitochondria start working and the cells start recovering. So, um, uh, with muscles, which are tight, very tight. So remember, there is a, too much calcium released in uh, from surface uh, from a sarcoplasmodic and and yep. so what you have the muscle is in spasm but to relax muscle you need to actually physical energy to repolarize to relax yeah. muscles and so you can use photonic energy to relax that and once you relax again pain is less because of this so i, I am not saying that it works on every type of pain, but it will be helpful. It's, it supports the body natural recovery. Natural resources, and it's the same with hyperbaric. It's it's not curing any disease. It's working on some very low level basic cellular, yeah. you know, providing more oxygen basically to the the right places, and that causes a cascade of change. And the same with the light therapies. Um, I, I had a neuralgic pain in my neck um, just the last couple of weeks. Uh, sitting under air conditioning too much in, in the summer and uh one session with the uh flex beam it was gone i was like wow that and then um just a couple of days ago i went too hard out with my sprint training and i ripped um had a little tear in the in the labrum in the back of the, the thigh where it joins onto mm-hmm. the the your bum um and i'd had this you know on and off for quite a long time but I did one session and then because I was like, oh, no, I've ripped my labrum again and it's just torn and oh, no. (laughs) Um, And uh, I did one session with the flex beam and it was gone. And I'm like, whoa, (laughs) that was amazing. (laughs) That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and I've got a brother with a hip operation just this week. He's had a hip replacement, so I've got the red light going on him every day, you know, and especially yes. because he's stuck in the room and he can't get sunlight very easily um, yes. as well, you know, but also on directly onto that that hip joint so that it heals up nice and fast, you know. So Yeah, absolutely like, right. Yeah. yeah, I would be in, interested to know how he feels. Yes, I would. I will let you know if he's bouncing out of his skin already in a couple of weeks, hopefully. <laughs> um, Dr. Zuria, you've been absolutely marvelous today. I just want to thank you for the work that you're putting into this and the huge amount of research and the, the development of products like this and getting them out. I know how difficult all of that, uh, is. And, um, you know, your backstory, it, it just, it, it helps people understand wh- wh- why you, you, you got into this world and um i always find that that very interesting when people have you know gone through the normal medical profession perhaps and then gone hang on a minute there's drugs and stuff that we <laughs> it's only when they are faced with a situation that they actually start looking outside of that box that we've been taught to use um which has its value but there is so much more in the world um, and so it's, it's very, very exciting to have you on today. And I hope that we can do another, uh, episode maybe in, 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 you know, a few months time and, um, I can report on findings. <laughs> that would be great because, you know, uh, we're constantly having, uh, case studies with testing. We see what something new applications and, uh, also our user base is growing. So people feedback us a lot. And yeah. I would like to share because I am learning as you are and we're all learning about something new all the time. Uh, I really look forward. I, it just was fascinating to meeting you because I think you're an extraordinary person yourself. Thank <laughs> oh, you for you're putting into this education and awareness. It's so needed for everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And we will put all of the links and things on. I have, uh, yeah, links will be in the show notes, people, and it will be in the introduction to this as well. Um, but where can people connect with you, Dr. Zulia? Cause you, you know, um, is it best on Instagram, on your website? And, you know, give us all those details. I mean, we'll put the, the, the links below, but, you know, let yes. just let people know where they can find you. Yeah, yes, uh, you can find me through this uh, company website, very easy, recharge.health. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, also their tab, it says support. So when you go through support, you, you can write uh, through inquiries to me, it will come to my desk. But also uh, anything new, I, I already uploaded all the protocols, like for how to boost your energy, how to boost your immune system and things like this. And uh, different uh, kind of, a suggest suggestion for protocols. They are not set in stones, but something you can start off. That's um, gold. It's all there on that website. So please use it. That this is, is amazing. It's yeah. an incredible resource. Dr. Zulia, thank you so much for your time today. It's been an absolute thank pleasure. You. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you. That's it this week for Pushing the Limits. Be sure to rate, review and share with your friends. Head over and visit Lisa and her team at lisatamati.com.